coming up on this episode of the MD and Chef Team Show. What did you decide? Did you know that you were, I mean, did you were like, I want another one. I want another one. I want another one. I mean, what happened? How do you have six children? I guess we just kind of always wanted one more. And by the sixth one, we both said the nest is full. (laughs) We we knew the nest is full. So it was a joint agreement. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Well, you must, you know what? And that's why God's used you to help Mm -hmm. us learn how to be good parents, peaceful parents. Peaceful. Yes. Yeah. Do, do you have any like, so tell me what you do with your coaching? How, how do you go about you do all three areas of coaching, parent coaching, woman coaching and couple coaching? Welcome to the show from the, the MD, MD and Chef team. team. I'm Dr. Isabel, medical doctor here at the MD and Chef team. And who are you? And I'm Chef Michael, culinary nutrition expert. I'm the chef part of the team. And what are we going to talk about, babe? Now, I can say that because he's my husband. <laughs> yes. Well, then, we'll be talking about marriage, relationships, parenting, intimacy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We'll talk about mindsets of success, overcoming depression, anxiety. I'll be getting into functional nutrition, recipes and tips from the kitchen. And we're going to both get into how to live a long, healthy, vibrant life. Yes, I love it. Our mission is to help you prevent and reverse disease and give you hope in the process. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We We like like to have fun, fun too. So let's Let's get get on with the show. Hello, Isabel. How are you doing? Hello, Isabel. I'm doing fine. How are you? This is so much fun. I can tell, buddy. It's an honor to be here with you. Thank you. Oh, hey, thanks for being here with us. I so appreciate it. It's so funny to interview another Isabel. Right? I'm an LLE though, a little different. Yeah, you're more Isabel because you got the LLE. <laughs> I, was, I was born in France. That's where that came from. Yes, I know. And where are you right now? Right now, I am in sunny and humid Florida in the United States. And before that, we lived in New Jersey for a long time. And before that, Germany. That's where I grew up. Oh, and I, I can hear a little bit of that German accent. A little bit. Yes. When, once I give it away, people can guess it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to have, I used to live in Argentina. I'm Buenos Aires, Argentina with my father in 1970s. And I, wow. had, a, I had a German boyfriend. And... Ooh. Uh, the only thing I learned in German from him was ich liebe, ich liebe dich. Oh, a good one. <laughs> yeah, which means which means I love you. I love ich liebe dich, yeah. Yeah, so everybody like, oh, they always get a smile out of that. I was bracing myself for some German curse word, but you did a good one. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. We, we don't need to cuss here. No. It's not, it's not no. necessary. That's usually what people remember. So you remember the really beautiful phrase, ich liebe dich. Yes, that's good. Ich, ich liebe dich. Yeah. And so yes. you, you were, that Isabel, I-S-A-B-E-L-L-E is the French term. That's the French spelling. Yes. Yes. And I'm the Spanish, I-S-A-B-E-L. Because my team. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're European. And my mom ended up at my mother's heritage was in Cuba. So the Spanish came to Cuba. And here we are. Wow. Wow. France and and Spain and Cuba together. (laughs) I heard you talk about your Cuban loud dad or something like that. And I'm like, well, I can think of my strict German dad. (laughs) So, oof. Yes. Yes. 
Hey, how about if I introduce you to our listeners? Go ahead. Are you okay with that? Yes, please okay. do. I'll just read a little bit about your short bio. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everybody. I'm Dr. Isabel, medical doctor here at the MD and Chef team and your host. And I get to interview Isabel Stevenson all the way from Florida, America. Yes, I cannot believe we can do this. It's just so great. I'm so grateful. So Isabel was born in France and raised in Germany. She lost her mom at the age of six. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. Yep. I could not imagine that. Mm -hmm. And she lived first with her aunt and then with her dad and his girlfriend. She had to grow up fast. After high school, she she was a nanny in New Jersey. Texas and Florida, met her future spouse, stopped her pediatric nursing training. Oh, I'll have to talk to you about that. And moved to the U.S. at the age of 21. She became a physical therapist assistant and then stayed and then a stay at home mom to get this, everybody, six children. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) We have a lot to talk about. They're now 15 through 27 years of age, and her parenting style wasn't working. But with the help of a coach, she was able to transform her family life. That's when she knew she had to become a coach and pass on the magic to others. She now, she now helps women in midlife create healthier relationships, starting with themselves. She is a certified life coach through Life Inspired Now. And she helps women parent. She does parent coaching, women coaching, and couple coaching, which is very all encompassing. Mm-hmm. She loves to learn all things in self development world. Hey, I have to raise my hand. I am a junkie about personal <laughs> development. <laughs> Yes. So I'm so glad you're here. Isabel and her husband uprooted their big family in 2016 to move to Florida, where she loves being with people and enjoys outside adventures. She feels that she has hit the jackpot with her life coaching tools because she can now take and process anything life throws at her and stay calm and center. Wow. You mean you don't react, you respond now? Um, 80% of the time, maybe (laughs) not not perfect. Uh, But yes, I used to be a yelling mom. So I've changed a lot. Me too. Mm -hmm. It's much better this way. Where did we learn this? Where did we learn to scream and yell? Oh, many places, my upbringing. And I hate to say this, but there was such a high standard in my faith-based environment in that church. And I'm not saying they made me yell, but the standard was so high and I felt always compared and I felt my children had to be obedient like everyone else's. And well, my first one was a redhead. So how do you do? (laughs) Okay, no excuses, but I just always felt um, that wasn't me. I didn't like it. And it took me way too long to stop that. But I I want to encourage anyone, if there's a mom listening, doesn't matter how old your children are, if I can figure this out, they can too, because I can say I've stopped yelling. And that that feels good. When did that stop? When did you stop yelling? And what child did you stop yelling with? 
Well, they were all born, so they all had to suffer for a while. And I apologized <laughs> profusely. And you can ask them all. I asked them for forgiveness. And because it, I, it's just, it, it never felt right. You know, when your, your gut, your intuition tells you it's not right, but you don't have another way. Right. So um, after, and I had homeschool too, that adds to the stress level. So <laughs> after I put them in public school, I had all this free time right? Like, what do I do with this time? And I listened to so many online summits back then. That was 2014-ish. And I just soaked it all up. It was all parenting um, summits, or I just listened to so many and took notes. I haven't looked at the notes, but (laughs) I soaked it all in. And then I hired a coach. She called herself a mentor. And the way she taught me to love my children was like I've never heard before and it was just transformative and I call it magical it was it was new to me it was what I've always wanted I just didn't have a name for it so I now I know and I don't know if she would call it that but I it goes under peaceful parenting and conscious parenting I love that peaceful parenting yes many books out there Mm. many experts out there yes I you know, I so relate to you, Isabel, because I was a yeller and a screamer and, and, uh, Oof. you know, it's, oh man, I just, I mean, I've talked to my girls about this. They're now 24 and 26, 25 okay. and no, they're 25 and almost 27. <laughs> there you go. Same and as I, my two oldest, 25 yeah, and 27. Yeah. Mm. And I've just, I've, I've, I've asked them to forgive me and they actually say, mom, I don't even remember. So that's, that's a good thing. thing. Do your kids remember? I think so. Sadly. Yes, they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the older ones even notice that I'm not punishing the younger ones like they were. So mm, they're like, what are you doing? You know, I would have to be punished for what he or she just did. I'm like, well, I'm not doing that anymore. I love that peaceful parenting. And yes. you know, the, the cool thing is, I mean, we're just letting the listeners know that it's a journey, right? It's oh, a yeah. journey, how to oh, be a yes. parent. <laughs> oh, yes, there is no overnight cure. There is no five days to this and three days to that. Even six weeks is not enough. No, it takes time. It takes time and effort. <laughs> it takes time and effort. It's work. But once you are accustomed to a different weights and I'm sure you're familiar with that and you probably are much more versed in this but you have uh, your thoughts have little pathways right in your in your brain so once you get rid of the old way of thinking and you renew your mind right we can renew our mind once you have a new pathway with new thoughts then once they are getting used to being in your mind then it's easier so the more you think those new thoughts, the easier it is. And and one of them was really um, that turned my parenting upside down in a good way was I'm learning from them and I'm respecting them. I'm not demanding respect. I'm respecting them and I'm learning from them. And that has opened a beautiful world to me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I understand that because it just hit home with me, um, with one of my youngest, my youngest daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. So she's in Malta right now doing some work. 
And so she sends us pictures and she's 25. Mm. She's 25 now. And look, listen, everybody, I'm learning how to be a mom to adult women. I mean, I'm learning now how to do yes. that because I don't know how to do that. And I know I you relate you. to that. And so I, I've got my mom who lives in Washington, DC and wow. she's night, she's 96 years young, like amazing wow. living independently. She's our hero. Wow. And so what I do is I send pictures that that my youngest daughter sends me. And then I send it over to my mom so that she yes. can see it. And so my youngest daughter was talking to my mom the other day and mom was like, oh, and I love this picture of you doing this. And, and then when, when she, when my youngest daughter and I were talking, she goes, how did mom, how did Mimi get that picture? And I go, oh, I sent them to her. She goes, you didn't ask me. Uh Oh, I didn't even think to ask her. Yeah. Respect. So now I had to learn. Do Mm -hmm. you hear me? Has that happened? I've, because I've been told the same, like you posted that. I'm like, oh gosh, I did. So now I'm like, which one are you okay for me to post? <laughs> like if I post it on social media, right? Not even sending it to a grandma, both grandmas passed. So it's more like me showing the world, my family. And I'm like, are you okay with this one? I'm like, no. <laughs> so yes, asking them is part of that respect. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's just, it's, it's definitely learning, 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 learning constantly. Yeah. There's so much I wanted to ask you about. So you were going to be a nurse, a pediatric nurse. Yes. Well, before that, I wanted to be in Germany. We have kindergarten, which is three to six years. It's not, we don't have preschool. So kindergarten goes from three to six and then you go to first grade. So I wanted to do that first, but then I changed my mind. And again, keep in mind, there was no mom to talk to me, right? right? To, to guide me. My dad was much older. He was 51 when I was born. That was way older. My mom was 40. So I really like try to find my way through the mud <laughs> and I know I love children. That's the only thing I knew. So um, by talking to a friend of mine, I applied for the pediatric nursing program, which again is a whole different uh, thing in Germany. It's, it's free and, you know, it's, it's awesome. And before I started that, I came to the States. That was the time I came as a nanny and that's where I met my husband. So or at that then just, you know, met him. We, we weren't engaged or anything. And then again, um, we decided for some reason that I would cancel or stop my nursing program and I would move here and continue. Well, that wasn't a good decision because you can't just pick up a medical training in another country without waiting forever. <laughs> to get the credits adjusted and so it was just like so yeah if I could turn back time I wouldn't suggest quitting I didn't think I quit I thought I could continue but it it took forever to get my green card and all that stuff and and the credits weren't um you know they had to be professionally adjusted to the American system so it was just I was oh gosh that first year was awful so that's why I I was so bored. I started volunteering and that's how I ended up working with physical therapists. I'm like, Oh, I like that. (laughs) And then I'm like, there's no way I had one and a half years already plus one year break in between because my green card wasn't ready. And then 
I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do another four or six years or whatever. So I did the, the two year the assistant and then I had children. So, And then they kept, they kept on coming. <laughs> what, I what, didn't, what did you decide? Did you know that you were, I mean, did you were like, I want another one. I want another one. I want another one. I mean, what happened? How do you have six children? I guess we just kind of always wanted one more. And by the sixth one, we both said the nest is full. We, we knew the nest is full. So it was a joint agreement. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Well, you must, you know what? And that's why God's used you to help mm-hmm. us learn how to be good parents, peaceful parents. Peaceful. Yes. Yes. Do you, do you have any, like, so tell me what you do with your coaching. How, how do you go about, you do all three areas of coaching, parent coaching, woman coaching, and couple coaching. Can mm-hmm. we, can we just kind of talk about each of those and what you, you know, ideas and so that people know okay. how to. So very briefly, like uh, one client, it was actually a, a father and a mother who came to me jointly and they had trouble with their teenager son. And uh, it's never the child, by the way. <laughs> so, um, I actually helped them connect with him in a different way. And and I could tell the, the the mother was on board, but the father not so much. And then it 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 need both need to be on board, right? So just I show them ways of connecting differently to the child, not going straight to punishing, right? Because we we were raised with very um strict parents, I would say, our generation, right? And you do as you're told, right? And you respect because and, and there is never like, oh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> right. So I just show them the younger generation is different and we need to um, show them the respect. We need to connect with them before you resolve anything. And you ask them, like, um, there was a problem with like this uh, teenager's uh, room and homework. Like, how how can I support you in your homework? What do you need from me? Instead of you get this homework done by 6 p.m., you know? So just a different way. Hey, I, I see, I've noticed, I've noticed is a very good term. I've noticed you're struggling with this. How can I support you? So you're, you're in the court with them. You're not against them. They need to know that you're with them. I like and that. I've noticed. I've noticed is a, is a magical phrase. <laughs> and, and say, we, how, how can I support you? How, how can we work this out and ask them for their ideas? And they might have some, they might not. And sometimes you get a grunt like, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> you're familiar with that. Maybe girls. <laughs> no, I get Otherwise, it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So that was one example. And um, couples, you know, usually they come to you with, to me with one problem, but I have learned to listen in between the lines and then we work on the real problem and it's not always communication. That's just a symptom of what's going on. Sometimes there's mistrust. Sometimes there is jealousy. Sometimes there's all kinds of things going on. And I, I have a different approach. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the love languages and, and all oh, those, right? Oh, yes, okay. of course. So when I get a couple, there are, if I tell them, find out your spouse's love language and then, you know, speak that language, they're mad at each other. I, that wouldn't work. Right? right. So I changed it to find out your love language and then fill it for yourself first, kind of fill your cup first. Mm-hmm. I also have a beautiful tool um, about the six human needs and I show it to them and they need to figure out their own top two needs, each one individually. 
And then I ask them to fill it themselves first, because then you're, you're a nicer human being. <laughs> and when your cup is full, then you could possibly give to your spouse. But if you're always like resentful or angry or, you know, there's no, I, you can't tell somebody, okay, now, now fill your spouse's needs or now speak your spouse's love language when they're mad at each other. So I have a different approach. So I, I've worked with the filling your own needs first and then, and then we work on the, how can you, how can you ask for this? How can you respond to this? So responding is a big thing too. Like if spouse says something that makes you upset, well, you don't have to stay there and finish the argument. You can actually excuse yourself and leave and say, I'm not doing that this way. We can talk later or tomorrow or when you're in a better mood, you know? <laughs> so responding. Um, so also I had one client and it was a marriage problem, but she came to me by herself. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, lady, um, a little older than me. And when I, when I showed her some of these tools that she doesn't have to get drawn into this argument, like, you know how there is always a dance, you know, with your always, like, always, you're so used to reacting and they're so used to they're feeding off of your reaction if they know it or not. So I'm like, did you know that you don't, you don't have to stay to, in, in that room at that moment? Like you can, that's his issue, not yours. And she's like, whoa. So just separating like themselves from the problem is very helpful. Just wait a minute. What's going on here? Is that my problem to solve? If it's not, you right. can just say, I hear you. How can I help you? But you don't have to react. And um, I hear you, but that's your problem, buddy. <laughs> I'm out of here, right? <laughs> I, you know, I always, I, I just learned this term in the last year about bleeding in. Like you can't, and as parents, you can't let your children's or your husband or your partner's life bleed into you. Uh, you have to kind of like make a wall where like, okay, I can actually respond to this yes, intelligently and emotionally without getting sucked into their energy. So yes. that's something Beautiful. I've, I've had to learn is not allow my, what, whatever my daughters are going through is learning how to not let that bleed into me because we all want our kids to be happy, right? Everyone. Yes. And we want our husband and wives to be happy and to, <clears throat> but yes. sometimes they have a journey. They've got stuff that they got to work through too. And just because yes. we're married doesn't mean nobody has to grow. That's right. Growth is a very important thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never heard the bleeding in term, but that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're yeah. a mom. <laughs> yes. It affects you. It does. The, the energy of others, the moods of others affect you. I'm not saying, you know, sometimes you see posts on social media, like, Oh, just get rid of all the toxic people in your life. Well, sometimes you can't and you know, you know, so you have to learn how to respond, but I, I don't have to take it in. I guess that's the bleeding in. Yeah, I can see it. Right. And I can feel it because I'm very sensitive. So I right. feel it. Yeah, I am too. I'm really yeah. sensitive too. So I, I tear up very easily, um, especially with criticism. <laughs> and, but I don't have to, I don't have to, like you said, take it in and then 
you know, ruminate on it all day. I'm like, okay, so that really hurt me. That really bothered me. Why did that bother me? There must be still something going on, like a wound of myself that that I can work on myself later. I can sit down and think about it. I can process that feeling. That's another thing that's very, has been very helpful in my life and in the life of my clients, not to push those feelings down, right? Let's say, you know, one of your uh, adult children or teenage children says something snarky. They do. <laughs> they do. They can hurt your they heart do. like that. Yes. And you, <laughs> I don't want to change them. I don't, I used to want to control them, right? It's not about control. It's about connection, right? Two C's, not control, it's connection, right? And it's not rules, it's relationship. So how can I process that feeling? Because I'm hurt. For whatever they just said, but I'm not telling them to never say that again because they sure will. <laughs> right. So I process that feeling of hurt or whatever comes up. Let's say it's hurt, then I process that. And and I'm sure you have better words to describe it, but it's in your body. You feel it somewhere in your body, right? You can feel it in your throat or in your chest. It's tight, or your hands get sweaty or tight. You you know your body is somehow physiologically responding to that trigger that was just set off and they don't know that they triggered you they're just being teenagers and young adults or spouses who have a crabby day so it's my responsibility to process that feeling and it takes it doesn't take long it really doesn't take long and I have a whole process for that it's too long to explain that now but it's just a way of processing it and really feeling it leaving your body and then inviting, if you're faith-based, inviting God's light or God's love. Or if you're not just a light and a warmth, you invite that in. And you really are more grounded and more calm at that moment, right? And and also the um, what I really learned from my first mentor, and I, I wanted to write it on my walls in big letters, is not <laughs> about you. It's not about you that helped me so much to step back and just say that phrase over and over so they're having a bad day they're saying this spouse does that well might not be about me right and then I can separate myself from that whole scenario and and process and be myself without being drawn into that or without that bleeding in does that make sense oh absolutely I just absolutely I so relate to everything you're saying and um when you said I wanted to write it on the walls, I've got a room. I think you and I are a lot alike. Yes, we are. <laughs> we yeah. met it, we met each other in another group and we're now here talking. So yeah. I, I think you and I are a lot alike because I've got this room where I it's just my room. I call it the war room. And I um I've got words all over the place. You do? Because yeah, do you do you do that kind of stuff? Do you write I have a vision words? board in front of me? What words do you have on your wall? That, that oh, would be awesome. lots of lots of statements, lots, lots, lots of, of statements like "I can," "I will," "I must." I have you know. some right here. Yeah, it says she's the hero of her own story, and yes. you can. Yes. And in front of me is a big word that says "focus." Yes. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> That's a good word. That's a good word. I, I also wanted to just circle back on um, when you were talking about you know, when somebody hurts your heart. Oh, yeah. Also forgiveness. Like I Mm. learned something that I've learned the long and hard and ugly and messy way is 
I've got to forgive people as soon as they hurt my heart. I just got to forgive them. Mm. And because if I don't forgive them, I start getting sick and I start doing stupid things like I'll drink an extra glass of red wine or Mm. I'll I'll eat more food. Like I'll start hurting myself, you know? Mm. However, when I forgive people, it just helps it helps heal me faster. And they don't even know that I forgave them. They don't even know mm-hmm. that they hurt me. And Joyce Meyer, are you familiar with Joyce yes, Meyer? Yes, a little bit. Yeah. I love Joyce Meyer. So she's really helped me um, just grow a lot. And she has this wonderful saying, when we don't forgive people, it's kind of like us drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Like that ain't going to happen. We're, we're the ones who are going to suffer. I didn't know that was from her. Yes, I've heard that saying. It's true because, and and you you shared with us. Thank you so much for sharing that. That it it really hurts yourself, right? Yeah. When when you don't, I, I see the forgiving as as a releasing, right? Uh, it's it's kind of like again the detaching, and it's part of that whole process. So it, it's really it's really beautiful when when you can do that. Yeah. But it takes a long time. And the way I know that I still need to forgive is because when that person shows up in my life and I still am like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, got to keep on forgiving. And you keep on forgiving until you don't have yes. that reaction again, like sadness or fear or anger, you know? Yes, they come up quickly, those feelings. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let me ask you, what has helped you the most with your clients? So I guess I I can go back to that saying, don't take it personal. That is really one thing in marriage and parenting um, with the, with the woman I I coach just to step back and to take a break. And, and even, even if you have to remove yourself physically from the situation for a moment and just kind of observe. And that's what I had to teach myself when I'm teaching my clients why did I do what I did? Why did I say that? Why did I think that? And I have a wonderful tool where where I can literally plug it in. And it's like, it's called the model. It's like, literally, you you plug it in the circumstance, the thought, the feeling, the action, the result. And you're like, oh, I felt hurt. I felt angry. What was I thinking? And what was the circumstance that triggered that? So it's almost like a very logical step to figure out your emotions, which is both worlds. And I love that. So stepping back and observing yourself has helped me and my clients and not to take that personal. And and again, the hurts, a lot of people have big wounds, big hurts. And, Mm. and sometimes they want you to carry it or you to, um, you to be there to fix it. And, and believe me, I've tried and it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried too. So even to know that, like, it's okay. If I can't fix that, I ca- I just need to focus on myself. And it, in the beginning, that sounded to me, that sounded a little selfish, but it's really very healthy. I found it to be very healthy to focus on my side of the street. What can I do? What am I responsible for? And just to focus on that. And I get to show up as a much more grounded and calm human being when I do focus on that and do my growth and do my, um, you know, learning and educating myself. And then I can show up in a way different way. And also intention goes with that, right? I can choose. And that's a beautiful thing. I can set an intention. Let's say I have a client Mm -hmm. um, that 
knows by the next family meeting with the son and the daughter-in-law or the son's fiance, whatever, there's going to be some conflict because it's been there in the past and it's going to be there again. So I walk them through it. How do you want to show up at that moment? It's almost oh, like great idea. Board. Yeah. It's like a chop interview. Like you prepare for a chop interview, I hope. Right. <laughs> so how do you want to show up for that? Do you know it's going to happen? You can't wish it away. It's we're people, we're humans, we mess up. <laughs> Families are messy. So yeah, they're going to be there and choose how you want to show up. And then how, what do you need to do to pull that off? What do you need to do? What state of mind do you need to be in and set an intention? I choose to show up joyful, calm, silly, happy, whatever. Choose something that you know will help you through that. And, you know, there's holidays coming up, right? Um, I mean, not not soon, but when you have like Thanksgiving or, you know, we had 4th of July, you know, family gets together, right? <laughs> so, so you know which person triggers you, then you can choose ahead of time. You can choose ahead of time. You can set, and, and boundaries is a long topic. I don't want to get into that, but boundaries don't need always to be um, verbalized, right? If you know that, um, let's say this, this, you know, son-in-law, daughter-in-law, sister-in-law, mother-in-law, gosh, mother-in-laws, help me. I'm, I am one now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if you know they're going to be there, set an intention for yourself ahead of time, how you want to show up, no matter how they act, no matter how, how they might trigger you, be ready for it, like almost prepare for it and play it through. Just like you would a chop into you play it through. What am I going to say? What am I going to do? How do I want to feel? We can choose how we want to feel. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I love I, that. I know we can choose. Yeah. We can choose what thoughts actually stay in our mind. We can yes. choose how we want to be in a situation. Yes. I know. It's you're, I'll tell you, you spoke to my heart. You have definitely spoken to my heart. Thank you so much. I know you've helped so many women and men around the world with that. Now we're going to have to start landing this plane. We've been flying in first class. (laughs) Yes, awesome flight. (laughs) Um, And do you have about three action steps that our listeners can implement right away so that they can start winning in their lives? I love that. I love that you asked that question. It's so good. It's so good. So I tried to come up with an acronym, but I couldn't come up with anything good. (laughs) So I was thinking maybe WWW. So let me just explain. Okay. Okay. So W for watch yourself or observe yourself. So the better word is observe, but it doesn't start with a W. So observe yourself is the first step. It's always the first step to be, be aware, to be aware of how did I show up? What did I do? How did, how did I feel? So just observe yourself almost like you're, you know, watching yourself in a movie, observing, just no judgment. Cause we're so good at judging ourselves, no judgment, just observing. Right. And that takes time also. And the second step is to ask yourself, what do I need right now? What do I need? And women don't know how to ask that. We always ask what the other person needs. Right. So what do I need at this moment? Oh, maybe I need to remove myself, right? Maybe I need a five-minute nap. Maybe I need to sit and have a good conversation with a friend. What do I need right now? So that's the second. And that's very difficult, actually, for some women to answer. 
And the third one is even more difficult, but it's so good. So I need to tell you. So the second one is what do I need? The second W. And then the third one is write. Write down daily, if you can. I acknowledge myself for. And then fill it in. I have. I actually have an um, a daily planner that I wrote out. And my one of my daughters designed it for me because she's much better with that. And the last line is, I acknowledge myself for. And that has helped one client so much. She was in a divorce from a um, narcissist, many, like 16 years of marriage, three Mm. children. And she, I wanted to draw that out of her. So I, and she did it. She wrote down five things that she was thankful for. And I acknowledge myself for being a good mom to my teens, planting a garden. Like she found something every day that she was good at. And those those are really healthy, helpful things for women because we we don't do that without that being brought to our attention. And we want to be acknowledged, right? I can I I know I, I want to get be validated, but maybe nobody will do it for me. So I need to do it myself. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You gotta vote for yourself. You got it. I yeah. love that. Those are really good action steps. I know that I'll be using those. Awesome. Watch, observe yourself. <clears throat> yes. What do I need right now? Yes. And write down, I acknowledge myself for dot, dot, dot. Yes. That's so good, Isabel. I want to give you a big hug. Oh, take it. Mm. And I acknowledge you for <laughs> your work. You do beautiful work in the world. And I've listened to you uh, since I met you. I just love listening to you. And I acknowledge you for taking a courageous step of closing your practice and opening a um, functional medicine practice, right? Something in that sort. So I acknowledge you for that, stepping out into the unknown and you know, paving a pathway for, for us. I can, I can learn from that. I can take some courage from that. So I appreciate that. Thank you. It's um, definitely a step of faith every single day. Every day. Yes. <laughs> every day. Yes. Now what in the last couple of minutes, can you let the uh, listeners know, our listeners know where can they find you and what do you have coming up and what goodness, you know, how, how, how can they stay in contact with you? So they can uh, find me on my website, isabelstevenson.com, just like my name is spelled out.com. And um, I would love to gift each one who's interested a 15 to 20 minute coffee chat just to get to know you better, just to listen to you where you are, what you need. I I love those chats. So sign up for a free coffee chat. Just write an email. It's it's on my website, isabelstevenson.com. And a very exciting thing that's coming up. I can't believe it. It's like amazing. I was invited to host a luxury retreat in Northern Italy. Yeah. I can't believe it. So oh. I'm just going to read some of the cities that and it's at uh, the end of 2023. So you can plan ahead and it is a luxury retreat. We are going to visit eight cities plus private coaching and only 10 women per week. So very intimate group of people. You will be picked up from the airport you will have breakfast, uh, a mixer uh, the first night and a, almost like a ball the, the last night to celebrate you. So the guest is really the, the VIP at this retreat. Um, plus, we will see cities like Sabionetta, 
Verona, Mantova, Venice, Rimini, San Marino, San Giovanni, and Milan. And guess what? We are going to see the Christmas markets because I will be there end of November into December. So I am super excited. So if anyone, and it's about relationships. So anyone can, can benefit from relationship coaching and I will coach one-on-one and in groups and we will get to know each other and travel to these awesome cities and have a great time. And make new friends. Make new friends. I love to do that. <laughs> well, I want to sign up for that. I'll have to talk to my husband and say, babe, can I go please all by myself? Because he'll yes, go, I want to go. <laughs> just women. Yes. He'll go, no, I want to go. And I go, well, <clears throat> it's just for us women. So anyway, oh, we'll talk bummer. about that. <laughs> and and are you doing Zoom <clears throat> consults? Can can women reach out and work with yes. you one-on-one yes. on tele, teleconsults? Yes, absolutely. So uh, I, I um, offered a coffee chat, but if somebody's really seriously interested in coaching one-on-one, we do a discovery call and, and we I take half an hour to an hour to listen to you and where you are and what you need. And then you see if I'm a good fit for you and if you're a good fit for me and we start coaching. I it's love, awesome. you've got such a lovely heart. I love your sweetness. It's so- Oh, thank you. Your kids have taught you a lot, haven't they? They have taught me a lot. Yeah, They might not have called me sweet uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> I know. I get you, girl. It's all about, hey, we're looking for progress, not perfection, yes. right? And and I learned this from one coach. She said, is it one day or is it day one? I have never forgotten that. It can always be day one. You can start tomorrow and do one mm-hmm. little change. You can start with one little change, like observing yourself like acknowledging yourself and see how it changes. And I, I forgot to mention, and it's very quick. It's, it's okay. Like in, the we financial, like in the financial world, it's it's the compound effect, right? And if you haven't heard of it, uh, there's a wonderful video on YouTube about, um, you know, somebody was asked, would you rather have $1 million or a penny that doubles in value every day for 30 days? Right? The penny. Most- most the answer, people would the say, right answer is the penny. The penny. <laughs> and when I ask my children, they're like, she's up to something. I'm going to go with the penny. <laughs> so, it's the penny because in the end, the compound effect makes it way over a million. I think it's almost three million. Yeah. And that's what I teach. You just do one small change because if you ask somebody to change a relationship like in a big way, right? That's that's not possible. Like you won't go to on, on a one-on-one vacation with your teenager and make it all better. That's that's too much, and your brain's gonna say, Yeah, right. <laughs> so you need a small change, and then your mm-hmm. brain goes, Oh, I can do that. Right? That's part of the renewing of the mind. If I if I have one small change, like those three action steps, I can do that. I can write once a day. I acknowledge myself. I can learn to observe and I can learn to ask myself, what do I need? That's just one thing. Right. And the dividends that will bring down the road is is amazing. Plus, you're teaching your brain to think different. So it needs to start with a small, renewed thought, right? Just one small thought. And then it grows from there. There are bigger things. Yes, we want bigger changes, but you can handle one one small change. That's why I call it step by step relationship coaching, because I believe people get too overwhelmed with the five days to this and three days to that. It's small steps. Right. Right. Absolutely. I so understand that. And that's, it's baby steps, little baby baby steps. steps. That's how you learn how to walk. That's how you learn how to run is baby steps. 
Exactly. Well, you've definitely helped me out a lot. (laughs) You've helped me since I met you. I'm listening to you. Thank you. When I'm at home and doing, you know, chores, I'm like, I've got to listen to Isabel. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. Do you have a podcast? I don't. I have a YouTube channel. Yes. Okay. Well, what I'll do is in the show notes for everybody, we'll put in all the the links. Okay. Awesome. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Isabel. It was really nice meeting you. (laughs) Oh, it was an honor being here with you and so much fun too. Thank you, Isabel. And I look forward to seeing you in Italy in 2023. Yes. What month is that? What month is that? November and December. I have three weeks um, into, uh, uh, let me see. I don't have the exact dates in front of me, but it's, um, I can send you that link. I think I did send it to you this morning. I did send you the link. It's middle of November till like the first week of December. So there's three weeks available in 2023. And it's 10 women a week? Yes. Okay. So yes. could a woman sign up for all three weeks? But that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you so much. And listeners, thank you so much for joining Isabel and Isabel here today. And we hope you have a super fantastic day and remain unstoppable. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hello, Chef Michael here. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you subscribe to the podcast and left us a review.